0: everybody, and welcome back to Derek the Doucher's Podcast. This is now episode 41, kind of getting up there, up in episodes. I'm not sure how many episodes I'm going to do per season. I initially told myself 100, now I'm thinking more like 50 to 75. And what do you do anyway once the season's over? <clears throat> do I like take a break? I mean, that sounds a little ridiculous. It's not like this is hard work. It gets a little tough sometimes trying to think of uh, new things to talk about and bring up. Uh, Also, doesn't make any sense that the entire time that I have had this um, podcast, no one ever hits me up, but the second I start doing these podcasts, I get blown up. It it never fails. You could go back to every podcast and have somebody message me or email me while I'm doing this, and uh, they don't do that ever. So once this recording's done, my phone won't ring for the rest of the day, but when I start doing these things, my phone just won't stop ringing. (laughs) So... I don't know. That's just annoying. So I apologize to you guys for that. So today we come back after about 10 days. I took a little break uh, trying to figure out exactly what to talk about, where this podcast is heading. I'm noticing a lot of people are kind of into the conspiracy things. I'm noticing you guys like a lot of the stuff about aliens and uh, out of space. I noticed that doing those interviews really screwed me. I was hoping that doing those interviews would gain me a bigger audience, um, maybe some of their fans of the people that I was interviewing themselves, which obviously wasn't the case. So I'm trying to bring it back to the podcast roots and talk about the things that I want to talk about and the things that I think that some people want to listen to or hear that maybe you don't feel like discussing yourself because of the backlash you may receive. But today's episode, we're actually going to talk about a couple of different things. One of the main things I believe I want to discuss is the top 10 places to visit uh, during the Halloween season, and some of them may be in my hometown, some of them may be in your hometown, depends where you're listening from, but I would definitely think that that would be fitting. I definitely think that that would be a fitting episode this month, considering that it's Halloween. So I'm going to pause this for a moment. I'm going to do some research on top 10 places to visit during the Halloween season, during the Halloween month, and maybe some things that you can do together as a family or as a a couple, and just things to check out locally across the uh, United States. So stay tuned, guys and girls. This should be fun. Well, I know before even having to look up anything personally, some of the things I enjoy doing uh, come holidays like this is um, I love getting Dressed up and watching my niece and nephew get dressed up. They really enjoy this time of year. It would be a shame if they couldn't uh, celebrate it because of what's going on. I hope they can. I'm pretty sure they will. But uh, I remember when I was a kid, one of the my favorite things doing was uh, trick-or-treating with my friends. I remember the first year my parents let me go without them. That was a really fun time. Uh, I did a lot of funny shit. and got into a lot of trouble. Um, I remember doing haunted hay rides... I remember doing pumpkin patches, like going and check them out, uh, corn mazes, haunted corn mazes. Those are always a blast. And it's interesting how certain things just hold up against time. It's interesting how things that we were doing as kids, we are now taking our children to go do, or our nieces and nephews, or our younger family members to go do. I feel as if there's certain traditions that are just going to stand the test of time and possibly never go away. I mean, look at Christmas, Santa Claus, that's been around for 100 years now. And the origin story to how Santa Claus even came about is actually pretty interesting, and I'll probably cover that come Christmas time. Um, It's actually a very interesting story where um, the idea of Santa Claus came from, and it has actually a lot to do with psychedelics. And when I get into that, I think that's going to be really interesting. So right now, I'm going to put this back on pause. I'm going to go log on to my computer. And I'm going to find some of the top 10 destinations for families to go visit uh, on Halloween. Some of the, maybe like the corn mazes. Maybe there's a really popular, infamous, famous corn mazes. I know there's a famous um, horror house type of thing. Um, one that supposedly you get like 10 grand if you finish it. But supposedly you have to sign a waiver before entering it. Because, um they like torture you and stuff or rather in the waiver you give them the right to do basically anything they want to such as torture um that's interesting and that's something. i have a feeling that's gonna land at number one top three top two even one or two because of how just serious it is and no one has completed it yet and every year uh there's always things going around talking about um like taking it down and saying that it's impossible and that they basically just have you sign waivers that allow you to beat the shit out of them. So obviously people aren't going to make it through that. So let's get into it. Okay, so the first part we're going to get into is 15 best small towns in America. Um, I am actually getting this information off a website called countryliving.com and that's spelled C-O-U-N-T-R-Y-L-I-V-I-N-G.com, Just like it sounds. Uh, The first small town that they give us is called Dearborn, Michigan. Dearborn, it's in Michigan. Uh, The description for it is short. It also allows you to book a trip there as well. So I highly suggest checking out this website. And I'm not um, promoting it in any sense that it benefits me in no way. This is just the website I'm getting the information from. The short description... Of this, what takes place here is over 1,000 jack lanterns light up the night at Dearborn's annual Halloween at Greenville Village. But that's not all you'll find here. A costume headless horseman along with apple cider and donuts to add to the fun and bring joy to visitors of all ages. So you can book your trip there and check that place out. Next up, Sacamore, Illinois. Two carnivals, three craft shows, and a sprawling pumpkin display makes Sacamore, Illinois, the place to be. Around Halloween, the Sacamore Pumpkin Festival even includes a 90-minute parade, perfect for the younger members of your family. I'm sure they have bunches of other things that are going, there, going on there as well. And again, you can book it. The next one up is Hudson, New York. The Great jack o blaze is known amongst locals as the biggest Halloween festival in the area. And one look at the photos from the event will tell you why. The blaze includes over 7,000 handcrafted jack-o'-lanterns plus a synchronized soundtrack. We can't think of a better reason to head to the Hudson Valley this season. Again, all these you can book your trip. Highly suggest checking out this website. It's actually really interesting. I wish I could show you the images as well. Charleston, South Carolina. It may not boast the tiniest population on our list, far from it in fact, but Charlestown definitely has got that small town vibe. And it's fantastic and it's a fantastic place to spend Halloween. Visit a hundred hundred year old mansions, enter a costume concert, or simply take in the autumnal touches in this charming city. Kinda of sounds fun. I always like old uh, mansions, and I'd be willing to bet that they probably have old haunted mansion uh, tours and shit like that in some and places like that. Because why wouldn't you if you have an old mansion laying around? Next up, Independence, Kansas. <coughs> Head to the southeast Kansas small town for their Niwala Halloween spelled backwards. Oh, wow, interesting. That's in parentheses, by the way. Uh, Festival uh, For for their Niwala Festival It's a 9 day long celebration And homecoming Which includes dozens of activities Like parades, food festivals, carnivals and more In years past Roughly 75,000 visitors came making it, the log- making it the largest Annual event in the state So that's a lot of people that's A lot of people want to check out uh, pump- Just pumpkins and parades And food so there must be bunches And all sorts of different types of things there Again you can book your trip Next up, Saint Helens, Oregon. You may recognize this town from the iconic Disney movie Halloween Town. So this is something that a lot of you might want to go visit. I know a lot of people growing up that are in my age group love the TV show from Dis- uh, the TV, the movie from Disney, Halloween Town. I uh, I grew up watching all of them that came out. I love those movies. It makes me kind of want to go to this place and check out uh, where it was filmed. Anyway. So you may recognize this town from the iconic Disney movie Halloween Town because many of the scenes were filmed here. In addition to St. Helens' annual giant pumpkin lighting, visitors can get in on the local fun by attending all the various spare of Halloween Town festivals and events. So they must have a shitload of events um, just, you know, themed around Halloween Town movie and lore and all that. So that must be a blast. Check that out if you can. Or if any of my listeners are in... St. Helens, Oregon. That's something that you can do with the family. And that goes for any of my listeners that that might be from any of these places that I'm mentioning today. As I do have listeners from 22 different countries, that indicates to me I have also a lot of listeners from the United States as well. Romeo, Michigan. While some cities create over-the-top Christmas displays every year, the Midwestern town likes to get all up for its annual Terror on Tilsen Street Halloween event. During the month of October, local homeowners create spooky and seriously detailed displays on their front lawns. Why pay for a haunted house it when you can simply walk around the neighborhood and get the same experience for free? So I've actually heard about things like this. And what I've heard, uh, I could be making this up, um, but I don't think I am, is they actually do towns like this. And um, some towns do like a LARP, live action role play. And you can, like, try to survive a town, quote-unquote. I don't know exactly how to describe it because I have not experienced it. But you can. And uh, I'd assume if you went to a place like this in uh, Romeo, Romeo, Michigan, when they set up their their town or their entire street like this, there's probably uh, certain plays that they even do or certain events that they hold. And I'm sure they're a blast. So that's something worth checking out. Next, the State Park, Colorado. Everyone wants to go to Colorado anyway because you can smoke weed there and not get your balls busted, so I'm already on board for this trip. This Mountainside Village is home to the historic Stanley Hotel, which was the inspiration behind Stephen King's chilling novel, The Shining. And if you could see the picture right now, guys, girls, everyone, uh, it's awesome because they probably used the same exact uh, photo for the movie, The Shining. Anyway, visitors can get into the Halloween spirit by attending the Shining Ball or a murder mystery dinner hosted at the hotel itself. Also fun on Halloween night, everyone in the community skips door-to-door visits and heads to the main street for trick-or-treating. Which, wow, that actually sounds cool. So, nobody's actually at home. Everybody sounds like they're in town doing some sort of event. So, everybody is involved. This is a very, probably close community. That's really cool. That, That sounds awesome. Again, something everyone should check out, especially Stephen King fans. Next up, Anoka, Minnesota. Known as the Halloween capital of the world, this lively community has made its mission to provide everyone in town with fun ways to celebrate the holiday. Since the 1920s, special events were originally planned to prevent teens from staring up trouble in the neighborhood. But nowadays... Troves of volunteers organize scarecrow contests, balls and parties, scavenger hunts, runs, bonfires, and parades galore. Wow, so this entire community, as this reads, um, decided that they're going to make this holiday extremely special because there's a bunch of fucking delinquents, apparently, in Minnesota (laughs) who like to fuck shit up. So, hats off to you guys. Good job. Good way to combat that on that, uh... State ah yeah all right this one hits home because it's not you know too far for me I can actually drive to this in a day Salem Massachusetts and this is somewhere I've always wanted to go witch house so back in nineteen sorry back in sixteen ninety two the infamous Salem witch trials were held in this tiny New England town hundreds of years later the area witchy tie the areas witchy ties witchy ties that's a tongue twister for me for some reason still draw. Heads of visitors, especially around Halloween. The community hosts hundreds of spooky events every October, including festivals, balls, and tours. You can get information at hauntedhappening.org. Again, that's hauntedhappenings.org. It sounds just like you, you spell it, just like it sounds. Hauntedhappenings.org. And everybody from New England should check that out. Everybody from New England should do themselves a favor and check out Salem, Mass. Because that is very historic for New Englanders. And anyone who is from New England, such as myself, find things like that very interesting. Sleepy Hollow, New York. Ooh, remember the movie. So, there are so many ways to celebrate Halloween in the hometown of Washington Irving's headless horseman legend. Visit the 300-year-old Van Cordlit Manor, which gets an epic makeover for the great Jacqueline Blaze every year. Tour the historic Lyndhurst Castle, or take a walk down, or take a walk around the Sleepy Hollow Cemetery where Washington Irving rests. That has to be cool as shit. I fucking loved Sleepy Hollow. Tim Burton did an amazing job with that film. And if you have not seen the one with Johnny Depp, where, where he's playing in that, then I highly suggest you go watch it. It's a great film. Um. Next up, Telluride, Colorado. Sorry, Telluride, Colorado. Every year, locals have a... Wow, who wrote this article? Wicked good time? Okay. <laughs> Every... Oh my god, I feel like a retard even saying that. Every year, locals have a wicked good time in the sleepy Colorado mountain town at the Telluride Horror Show Film Festival Codo Halloween Bash and Town Parade. That's cool. A film festival on Halloween could be pretty interesting. I wonder if that's where they um maybe that's where they show in some of the Michael Myers movies. That'd be pretty cool. Um let's see what's next. Cerrito and Canova, West Virginia. Oh, this image is pretty cool. So like wow, it's a house that's just littered with uh jack-o'-lanterns like crazy amount, probably over three hundred in this picture. Anyway, not just one, but two small towns in West Virginia team up every year to host the CK Autumn Fest, which includes bake-offs, festivals, tractor shows, and more fall fun. But the best part is definitely the 3,000 jack-o'-lanterns put on display at the famous pumpkin house. So at a single house, there's 3,000 jack-o'-lanterns put on display. And I'm over here saying that it looks like 300. No, that's... I'm retarded, apparently. (laughs) Chatham, Massachusetts. Oh wow. Okay, the scenic seaside town is known for its annual pumpkin people in the park event. Every October townspeople create fun and quirky pumpkin creations to display on the greens. The Cape Cod town also hosts its very own Oktoberfest with uh event fo uh Octoberfest event with foodie fun and activities on Saturday for Halloween for Halloween. That's interesting. Next, Lakoshna, New Hampshire. This New England town has attracted more than 40,000 v- visitors in the past years, and for good reason. Get ready for plenty of haunted attractions, festivals, food events, and more at this small town's famous New Hampshire Pumpkin Festival. And that's the 15 Best Small Towns in America. And again, for my listeners, this isn't a website that I'm promoting for any particular reason. I'm not even trying to. They don't even know I'm doing this. But the uh, website is called, again, countryliving.com. And um, you can go on this website and you can actually book trips to these places if any of these places sounded like fun to you. You go on there, you can book a trip, you can... Bring the family, bring a different girl, someone you're cheating on your girlfriend with if you really need to. Who cares? Not my business, right? <laughs> Point is, uh, you know, look at the website, check it out, and uh, have fun this year or next year, maybe when COVID isn't happening. Because who knows what's going on with the COVID crisis right now? And that some things might not be available. So. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and this is Derek the signing off. Thank you for joining in.